Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. All right, we are live. Welcome to another live edition of the Managing Partners Podcast. I am joined today with Jonah Zwag. Make sure I get that right. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks for having me on. Yes, thanks for joining me today. I'm very interested to learn more about your firm, your business, and the audiences as well. So anyone, if you're tuning in, got any questions along the way, please ask. We will get to those questions as we go through. And so just be patient. Jonah, thanks so much for joining me. So introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your firm. Uh, Kevin, thanks again for having me on. Uh, again, my name is Jonah Zweig. I'm the managing partner and one of the founders of the Zweig Law Firm based in New York City. We're a relatively new firm. We opened up our shop back in 2018. We've kind of taken some of our baby steps during you know, the recent COVID-19 crisis, which has certainly made things a little bit more uh, exciting. We specialize in personal injury litigation, commercial litigation, some real estate litigation, and appellate practice as well. So our clients, you know, cover a pretty broad range from private individuals who may be having trouble with, you know, an injury or real estate or commercial matters to businesses to other law firms. Plenty of law firms reach out and contact us when they need uh, special management or, you know, another set of eyes to make sure that things are on track and, you know, punch up their writing a little bit. So uh, it's been it's been fanta- a fantastic experience, you know, setting up shop and uh, growing it even during COVID. And, and we're excited for what's ahead. Well, uh, yeah, a big congrats on taking the plunge and, and starting your own firm and entrepreneurship. You know, something that uh, I've, I've been an entrepreneur for quite a while and wouldn't have it any other way. So, uh, so, for, so congratulations on that. Uh, obviously, starting during, you know, right before a pandemic, you know, is full of challenges. Uh, I had a gentleman in recently where he, he basically signed and started his business on January of 2020. So, you know, <laughs> still in business. And I think this is a good lesson right up front. Uh, next time this happens or a, a 2008 or a, a crash, you know, yeah, this is nothing. You know, I've already had to deal with this day one. Absolutely. So good, good lessons learned uh, all around and uh, hopefully it's mostly behind us and we're getting back to normal now. So next question, what sets you apart? So you started this business uh, in 2018. So you're, you're new at this. There's a lot to figure out when you start a business and start a firm. What, what things sets you apart? What things are you doing, implementing processes, uh, interactions with customers? What, what sets you apart from other firms in the area? And, and you're in, uh, in New York, right? So you're serving... Right. A pretty saturated area, but what makes you plenty of competition down the street? Some of uh, some of what sets us apart. It's a combination of flexibility and accessibility, along with true genuine connection. So it's a new age. It's a technological world. We have clients that we connect with on Facebook Messenger. There are other clients who we WhatsApp with them. We have gotten clients through Instagram, through direct messages, through comments on Instagram posts. We've done face to face. We've done emails. We've done phone calls. We've done faxes. You name it, if it's out there, we have connected with clients on it. Some of our clients prefer face-to-face contact. Some of them want to have a Zoom meeting you know, once a week. There have been clients we've never met in person. Whatever their comfort level is, that flexibility and connectivity is something that we're ready to handle. And it allowed us to pivot directly into the COVID uh, crisis and continue providing service to our clients. At the same time, 
there's real connection. I'm proud to work with a team of attorneys that we genuinely care about the issues that our clients have. And that's something you can't fake. And it shows in our in our service to them, in the counsel that we provide, and in the work product that uh, that we're offering. Yeah, I love that. That's that's excellent. So you're doing you're, you're doing things that, for one, other firms may not be willing to do or be uh, aware of. Some older firms that are you know printing everything and and kind of just now having to be forced into you know doing what we're doing right now uh, using Zoom and technology where you kind of started that way right so and you're, you're even utilizing other things like Instagrams and DMs and messaging on any platform to connect with these customers so I, I think that's that's amazing I think definitely sets you apart and I think for a larger older established firm that's going to be very difficult to to tap into so yeah, we've we've been able to make that flexibility work for us thankfully I, I love it I've actually not really heard another uh, managing partner mention that specifically in, in their marketing efforts. So job well done. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, so you know, to uh, 2018, so you've not been around on the block for too long, but you're doing great things. You're already off the right path, and I, I love what you're doing. But what does uh, success look like for you and your firm in 2021 and beyond? Of course, you know, we're coming up on almost half the year gone by. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Success for us in the long term is cornering the New York legal market, which I put in our five-year plan. It shouldn't take too long till you know, everybody's under our banner. But in the, in the more short term, uh, we are looking to continue to expand and grow. We've onboarded attorneys and support staff during COVID which itself, you know, more flexibility was needed than that. We've held interviews, you know, entirely remotely, and we've been working with staff entirely remotely that have never been in a centralized office because that wasn't an option. And continuing to expand and offer more service and more capability for our clients, bringing on additional support staff, bringing on additional attorneys, taking on new matters, wherever our clients need us is where we want to be. And we want to have the capability and the depth on the bench to give it to them. And that's success, not just in 2021, beyond. I love it. Uh, I love your five-year plan and the fact that you have a five-year plan, right? That's, that's excellent. I, I you know, setting those, those things big, right? Aiming for the, you know, for the stars. So that's, that's great. So, yeah, I think, you know, most people are like, well, I don't know what this year's going to hold, or they don't know what two years is going to hold or three years is going to hold. So, but I think it's very important to, to have that vision and have a goal and it, it shouldn't be the easiest goal. It should be challenging. And I think that's a mistake most people make in entrepreneurship. No point having an ambition if it doesn't make you work for it. <laughs> that's correct. Uh, I, I had a gentleman on yesterday, a law firm out of Georgia, Atlanta. I said, uh, what's your goal? A billion dollar firm. Like, man, all right. So, and he is well on the way. And uh, I can certainly respect uh, that. Yeah. So I was like, all right, all right. I like this guy. <laughs> uh, his uh, name's uh, Luis uh, Scott. And he was, uh, I think, 23 lawyers to 147 or 23 employees to 147 in three years. So very powerful, uh, interesting guy. And so, yeah, you got to have big goals. You have to document that. You have to have a vision and you have to visit that again and again until you're hitting that. And then, you know, you'll likely hit that goal before the five year period. So here's hope. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Cheers to that for sure. So is there a marketing strategy? And I know uh, you kind of talked about some of the things you're doing to connect with customers, communicate with customers using different methods. From a marketing standpoint, um, I guess outside of building some referral sources, uh, what have you done that has worked well for you, anything unique uh, or different from when it, when so it comes to marketing? There's been certainly some classic marketing, especially when it comes to the more individual type of uh, client and, and case matter. 
where word of mouth has been extremely powerful. Uh, again, our clients can tell that we genuinely care about their issues and we genuinely want to work on helping them resolve whatever their problem may be. And that kind of genuine service gets you a referral to someone who's also thinking about their friends and family. Other things that we've done, which are a little bit more unusual, again, our firm is accessible on, you know, on multiple social media platforms through all kinds of through WhatsApp, Signal, uh, Facebook Messenger, what have you. Um, and we had contact from other attorneys. And again, some of our clients are other law firms that we do drafting for and that we will step in to problem solve for. And there were attorneys that were reaching out and saying, hey, you know, you're relatively new in the industry, but you guys are shaking things up a little bit. You should put out some tips. You should make recommendations for other newer attorneys who can kind of work in, in the field and grow and develop. And so we've been putting out this series on Instagram of weekly or, you know, every so often. We'll put out a simple practice tip. It's nothing, it's, it's not rocket science. It's not earth shattering information, but it's something that, you know, may not necessarily occur to you until you've read it. And then you might say, oh yeah, I, that makes sense. And we've had a lot of positive engagement from that. We've had people reach back out to us to follow up on some of those points, ask their questions, provide counterpoints. It's been a really great source of feedback and information. And we love working with other attorneys and other firms. We will make referrals to other attorneys when we feel that there's a matter that's perfect for them. And we, of course, love getting referrals back and having people think of us. So that unusual marketing has also met, you know, yielded results. Excellent. I love it. And I'll just, um, we had a question come in, not so, so I usually say it for the end, but kind of related to my question. This is from Adam Williams. In the technology age, what digital marketing strategies have you been using, if any? And he uh, additionally added, since the pandemic. So obviously you started not too far from the pandemic. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, back to this. So you, you mentioned uh, you got Instagram's series and things like that. Any other strategies that you obviously have a website and things like that in place? So uh, I'm sorry, in, in the digital marketing world, obviously, you know, the hot buzzword is SEO, your search engine, engine optimization. You need to be found. There's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of clutter and having clients be able to search for firms or attorneys and find you is huge. Thankfully, myself, my partner, you know, other members of the firm, we've we've received awards over the years, which has, of course, helped boost our SEO. The more positive hits that you've got out there, the more likely that you're going to pop up on a search. But there are also digital marketing strategies out there which work to improve your SEO. And this is a new age of digital marketing that's very targeted. You know, the traditional marketing of paper media and giant billboards on the side of a highway, that still works. There's definitely a place for that. And people are always going to want eyeballs on something big out there with a phone number. But we're also now in an age, not just in the law, across the board, where the ad can find the person who needs it and it will come to them. And applying those kinds of strategies, using technology to, if you're a personal injury firm, getting you know construction accident information out to construction workers, that's targeted targeted ads to the people who need them. So pursuing those kinds of strategies, we've also been able to expand our client base and footprint. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Every you know, every medium really has its place. Digital, obviously, really what we focus on. You're able to just take it to a different level and, and get in front of the exact right prospect at the right time. So there's just so many strategies out there. And the SEO, man, it's it's been around for a long time since Google existed. And uh, it remains this area of want from everybody. And it's and Google keeps shaking things up. You want to be number one? You're going to have to do this. You have to, you're required to do this new thing. We're not going to tell you what you need to do, but you know, you and just, make you work for you it. Be, and you need to be playing by the rules. You know, any of the tricks and stuff, you're gonna you're gonna be shunned at some point. So, you know, you gotta keep it down to the basics, really. And if you get there, it can change your business for sure. Absolutely. All right. Next question. What is so? Yeah. So you kind of told me a little bit about the marketing you've you've done and and some of the really cool things that you you guys have been doing, uh, which I love. 
anything on the agenda for improving? So you mentioned SEO. I think that's a, a constant battle and work. Is there anything that's, hey, we're going to be doing this. We're going to launch a series. We're going to podcast or maybe it's getting Google ads, Google guaranteed, local service ads, things like that. Anything on the agenda that you guys are working towards um, and looking to roll out? There are things that are bouncing around, you know, the office that we've discussed. They're not quite in the hopper yet or on deck, but there are ideas that we're considering. Um, among them are podcasts or webcasts. And the general concept behind these ideas is getting information to the clients before they actually need it. Because let's take, you know, a standard car crash client. Once someone's already been in a motor vehicle accident, it's a traumatic event. It's very difficult to respond to. And, you know, whenever they're seeking out a lawyer, they may not know what they should have done or how they could have best prepared themselves or best protected themselves. And that kind of information, and obviously not just for car crashes, all kinds of industries. If you can get information to the clients ahead of time and let them know what they can do to best protect themselves, to ensure that in the event that something goes wrong, they'll be able to more effectively handle it. That is valuable information that drives client interest. And when the unfortunate happens, something does go wrong, they remember you. So if you put out, you know, a little simple thing about, hey, get a dash cam for someone who might be in a car accident, or hey, you know, consider re-upping your, uh, your home insurance to ensure that it covers, you know, uh, natural disasters, global warming is causing all kinds of things. Or hey, does your uh, contract have a force majeure clause? Because we've seen the COVID-19 pandemic caused all kinds of problems with that. Numerous venues were unable to follow through on their contracts. If the clients are already thinking ahead by being informed, then you're already in their head and you're there when they need you. And so being ahead of the curve and being proactive rather than reactive are some of the ideas that we're considering and hoping to pursue in the near future. Excellent. I love that. And content is, is huge. And not to mention, pro tip here is that can be repurposed content. So, uh, and, you know, getting it into people's hands early on and getting them educated is always is great. But you can also use that content for social media. You can use that content for articles and blogs. So when say someone does do the they do the research before they make calls, they wind up on your website. They find your your firm. They're reading, they're learning. You know, it could be some of the same content you might have put in front of them before or for others, but you can help boost your SEO, build more content, build more trust. And I think and I know we see this a lot that people tend to do uh, depending on what the, the, the practice is, but they, they tend to do quite a bit of research. And if they wind up on a firm's page and they're immersed in that content and they're they're getting the right information they're looking for, there's a good chance they're going to use the firm that, that's been helping them out along the way. Absolutely. So, so definitely repurposing that content, I think. Yeah, you can turn that into videos. You can have a YouTube channel uh, where you, you kind of do the same thing. So that's, that's what we do here is we might go live, then we'll take this video, we'll uh, put it on YouTube, then we'll, micro, we'll chop this up into small bits and pieces and maybe there'll be little clips of, of me and you talking you know, on, on Instagram and LinkedIn and everywhere else, uh, make static images. And then we can also write this up as a, you know, a blog piece where it's transcribed. So there's just infinite amounts of things you can do with one piece of content. If so you've I think got a piece really... of media that you're not utilizing for multiple purposes, you're underserving yourself. You're selling yourself short because there are so many ways to reach you. Why would you not want your content to be available every way the client might find it? Absolutely. Just like you were doing already with communicating with clients, wherever they, you know, however they want it and however they, they want to do it, we're going to do it and we're going to be Absolutely. there. So yeah, hundred percent. I love that. On point for sure. So Jonah, anything else you'd like to share about your firm? Anything, any big news, anything like that? And if, if not, I also want to know what's the best way to connect with you? Anyone watching this that wants to connect with you online, what's the best way to do that? In terms of sharing our news, we've had a recent string of some 
appellate level victories in the appellate courts of New York State. We're hoping to continue that run. We've actually got a number of appeals that have been fully briefed and submitted before the courts. Some have already had their oral argument. Others are still waiting to be calendared. We are confident about you know the results that we're bringing to our clients, and, and we're pleased so far with the results that we have had and looking to continue that going forward. In terms of where we see things heading in, in other areas of the practice, <laughs> it goes without saying, it's great news that the pandemic seems to be kind of easing up and some sense of normalcy returning, and that extends to the courts. And in New York, at least, trials are slowly beginning to ramp up, and so a lot of matters that have kind of been stalled and bottlenecked by being unable to find that final resolution in front of a jury or in a bench trial in front of a judge, we're looking forward to getting the ball rolling on that. And so as the court ramps up, we're eager to ramp up as well. Uh, in terms of where we can be reached, we're across the internet. You can find us online on our website, you know, this is wigelawfirm.com. And you can find the, the, uh, the, the firm and myself on LinkedIn. We've got the social media on Facebook, on Instagram. Haven't gotten a Twitter account yet, but stay tuned. We will hopefully get one of those up as well. Google our names, you'll find us. We're there, the SEO is still working. Feel free to reach out, shoot us an email, give us a call. Send any kind of message you want. WhatsApp, text, signal, carrier pigeon, whatever it is, we'll find it. Excellent. Love it. Also, I posted a link uh, in the ch comments for your firm, the website. Also, uh, Jonah is tagged in this if you're watching right now on LinkedIn. We'll also be doing some more posts featuring him. And uh, so you can also connect with him that way. And we have one more quick question. I guess I'll, I'll pull this up from Adam. You notice an uptick in clients when the pandemic hit. So heard different things from different uh, law law firms and, and clients of ours uh, from different practice areas. So it really depends, I think, on the practice area. But uh, did you see uh, increase in business in certain areas, a decrease in others? What did you guys experience? We, that's exactly what we saw. We saw an increase in some areas and a decrease in others. There was a decrease in personal injury clients because in a good way, people weren't going out and about and hurting themselves that much. And there were fewer cars on the road, fewer accidents. People stayed home during the winter, fewer slip and falls. You know, elective medical procedures were reduced. So you got fewer medical malpractice claims. So the personal injury, you know, field definitely kind of slowed down. But on, on the flip side, you know, the pandemic caused all kinds of uncertainty and instability in numerous other fields. And when that happens, people turn to attorneys. So bankruptcy has, you know, dramatically increased. You know, family law matters have seen significant upticks. So have classic real estate and contracts. What does a contract mean in the context of a global pandemic? And what responsibilities and rights are available under that contract? Ourselves, we've seen within our firm an uptick in those kinds of commercial and real estate litigation matters, as well as in more regulatory compliance matters. And our, our firm base, you know, the, the other attorneys and the other firms that work with us, they've been coming during COVID because trials may have stopped, but the appellate court stayed open and the attorneys who didn't have to go to trial suddenly found themselves with more opportunity for more complex motion and other submissions uh, to the courts. And some of these fights got pretty intense. And so we've been tapped by other firms to pro provide additional support and expertise in those areas that may not have happened because of COVID. So obviously, you know, the pandemic has been uh, you know, a crisis in, in numerous different ways, but it has not been without its own opportunities as well. Excellent. <clears throat> Great answer and uh, very insightful. Uh, I've heard pretty much a similar statement from a client of ours in uh, the North Virginia area uh, just today, actually, that pretty much has a, a very similar practice coverage as you do. But I said the very spot on the same thing. I think divorce was up for them. Personal injury was way down and very similar to what you said. So uh, it, that's interesting to kind of see that across uh, different areas and, and different geographic areas.
being pretty consistent, I think. So, well, Jonathan, thank you so much for for coming on today. Very excited for you. You know, congrats on. I know you didn't just start the firm, but it's like uh, you know, it's like a new baby every year, right? So, all of the success to you. Look for the show here soon. It'll be live, and we'll be posting it everywhere. Everyone, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you soon on another episode. If yeah, you are looking, you yes, sir. Anyone also watching now or in the future, you're looking for marketing solutions for your law firm, please check us out at ArrayLaw.com and uh, reach out and see how we can help you. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you, everybody.